This is Anthems. Hi, my name is Sarah Savage. My pronouns are she and her. I'm the chairperson of Trans Pride Brighton, Europe's largest trans rights protest and a children's author. My two new sibling books are out in spring 2021 and are called He's My Mum and She's My Dad. Stories for children who have a transgender parent or relative. Your word for today is passing. Do I pass as a woman? This was a question I often repeated to myself over and over when I was beginning my transition. I obsessed about the answer. I would stare in the mirror and seethe over the parts of my body that I thought had been damaged by years of testosterone poisoning. I dressed up in almost every single piece of clothing from my wardrobe for hours on end in front of that mirror, lost in the cognitive dissonance of glorious gender euphoria and self-destructive dysphoria. My egg had just cracked. I was a newly out trans woman and struggling to find my confidence. Even walking down a street would raise my heart rate with anxiety. I would spend half the time staring at the dirt beneath my feet, trying to be invisible. The other half, my eyes would dart between the people walking by, looking for a reaction from them, as if cisgender people have some kind of secret wave or look that they use to signal to other cis folk. I was terrified of being seen as something not authentic. Does my voice pass? Be honest with yourself right now. Do I sound like a man or a woman to you? One of my oldest friends once told me, in the well-meaning but patronising way that cis people often do, that I passed until I opened my mouth. Now ask yourself, what does a woman sound like? Is there gender in her pitch, her tone or her intonation? Where does a woman's voice stop and a man's start? The truth is that my friend had a point about my voice. Going through the wrong puberty has forever changed the physical structure of my vocal cords and my voice was often why the next person in line at the bank or shop would do a double take at me. After the hormones had started to have an effect on my body and the overwhelming acceptance from my closest friends, the dysphoria faded some and I developed a newfound confidence. I no longer searched the faces of strangers in the street looking for signs that they had read me as something other than cisgender. But my voice. My voice was the reason I avoided calling the debt collectors, the doctor's surgery, the landlord. Answering the unknown phone numbers calling me sent me into a familiar spiral of anxiety and self-doubt. Try as I might, I just could not break the pattern of shame, self-doubt and anxiety. This was all changed one beautiful day in July at Trans Pride Brighton of all places. A watershed moment in my thought process. 
a spiritual awakening in the form of a t-shirt. It had a message in large white font that simply said, I don't want to be or look like I'm cis. These words stopped me in my tracks and turned my idea of passing inside out. In that moment, I saw a new path, one which took me away from shame and into empowerment. That one t-shirt on a day filled with a myriad statement t-shirts made me finally accept the things I could not change. Why would I ever want to pass as someone other than myself? My name is Sarah and I am a trans woman. I am not cisgender and I never have been. I don't need to pass as a woman. I was always a woman. My authentic self happens to be trans and I cannot pass as anything else. I can only live my truth. Of course, for some trans people, passing is a matter of life or death. Hundreds of trans women of colour are murdered every year and we are more likely to be trapped in a world of poverty, addictions and sex work. Other, more privileged trans people are not out in their professional lives and despite laws that should protect us from discrimination, they f live in fear of somebody finding out their history and using it against them. For a lot of trans people, passing is a double-edged sword. It protects us from harm, but at the same time, it creates a class of others, those who cannot or do not want to pass. I still remember, clear as day, the first trans woman I ever saw in real life. I was 11 or 12, old enough to know that my gender identity was a mess, but too young to have the language skills to describe it. She walked past me in a train station in Amsterdam, another brief moment in time that changed my life. She didn't pass, but I don't think she tried to either given the way she confidently strode across that platform. I had read about people transitioning in a book from the library once, and I had seen the adverts in the back of the Sunday papers, but I had never set eyes upon a real-life trans woman before. Every portrayal of trans people I had ever seen was negative, reduced to what's in her underwear or as an object of male desire, but not her. She was on her way to work, or out to see some friends, or going shopping. She existed in the real world, just living her life. I saw more than a woman that day, more than a trans woman. For the first time in my life, I saw somebody who was just like me. I saw a vision of inspiration. I saw hope. I want to take that feeling these strangers gave to me and pass it on to other trans people, to those who might be struggling to come to terms with who they are. I want to be the stranger who gives a random child a vision of hope by simply living my life. I pass, now very proudly, as a trans woman.
passing, noun. The act of giving approval to something, especially by voting to make it law. The act of being successful in an exam on a course. A situation in which a person who belongs to a particular group is believed by other people to be a member of a different group, for example, a different race or gender.